From the Selfish Path to Romance, download Chapter 1 for free at drkenner.com. Sharon is my friend, and you yeah. better not hurt her. What, hurt her? Hurt her? I am crazy about her. <laughs> I never felt this way before. You know, on my way to work, all these songs on the radio suddenly made sense to me. <laughs> Have you ever listened to the words to time in a bottle? It is so beautiful, man. I had to pull over. You know what? I gotta call her. No, wait. No, I gotta play hard to get. But I miss the sound of her voice. I'm calling her. No. Wait, it's too needy. Chicks hate that. I shouldn't call her. <laughs> but I want to. Okay, and that's from Frazier. That's Bulldog, and you know how obnoxious he can be. Imagine having him wanting to date you, and he calls you, and then he doesn't call you. I mean, I don't think he'd be a good partner for anyone. If you're in the situation of Bulldog, and you're just, you don't know how to act when you fall in love, then you really want to do some more thinking. What What is romance for you? How do you deal with it? If you're on the receiving end of a phone call from Bulldog and he wants to date you, you really need to look at who you're dating. And if you don't want him in your life, you want to give him very clear signals. Don't try to be too nice and let them off the hook too easily because you may be sending them mixed messages. But you also don't need to be mean. You can be tactfully firm. I'm Dr. Ellen Kenner. My show is The Rational Basis of Happiness. And that means that you can call me with anything that's messing up your happiness. And that can be your kids, your spouse, your in-laws, yourself. Maybe you procrastinate. Maybe you you're dealing with a totally messy, disorganized house or an office, and you don't know how to put things back in order again, and it's reflective of your thinking too, you don't know how to put your life back in order, those are some of the things you can call me about. If you're seeing things running through your head, who can you call Dr. Alan Kenner. My number is toll-free 1-877-DRKENNER. That's toll-free 1-877-DR-KENNER. We make it easy. And um, also I'm a clinical psychologist and our website is drkenner.com. Right now I'm turning to the phones and we're going to welcome Donna. Donna, you're worried that your daughter is an alcoholic? Uh, yes. Yeah, how old is she? Uh, she'll be 21 in November. She's 20. She's 20. Is she living with you? No, she's going to college in Tallahassee. And is that for, how far away is that from you? Uh, about seven hours. Okay, so she's got her independence. Yeah, well, I was up there a few months ago trying to get, you know, because I heard from my other daughter what was going on. Okay, what's going on? In a nutshell, what do you hear? Oh, that she's passing out and sleeping around. And um, uh, this recently, just the other day, she was... Uh, so drunk she was peeing in her pants, and someone told me that was alcohol poisoning. I'm not sure if that, you know, if that's the case. And as a parent, if she's 20, she's not, is she of legal age there, right? Yes. So what say do you have? What type of relationship do you have with her? Because you don't have any legal say. Right. Um, unless um, she's totally incompetent. Unless you have a doctor declaring her incompetent, then you have more say, but she's going to resist you. So what it, what's your connection with her? She's uh, <laughs> she's not very close to me right now because I mean I just I'm on to her so much you know she's closer to her father and you is know is her he, father an alcoholic? He was. He was. And it's on his his grandfather was. 
And, you know, she knows all this. And she's just in denial. When I was there, uh, I told her, I said, I'm not leaving unless you go to for help or, um, or I'm putting you in rehab. And she said that she didn't like how she was acting. She was going to quit. But she hasn't. My other daughter, you know, she's still, she's still drinking and sleeping around. Okay, so she's potentially playing with fire. She could get, is she driving too while she's drinking? Well, most of the time she calls my daughter to, um, oops, sorry, to, to, um, you know, she asks somebody else to bring her, I mean, to bring her home. So she's smart that way. She will get a designated driver. Right. She will get somebody else. So your daughter's involved in her life. Is your daughter close to her, your other daughter? Well, no, she actually is very upset with her because she's told us stuff, you know, and, you know, told on her about her drinking. So she was really upset with her, but I told her, you know, hopefully you would have done the same thing if she was in trouble and... And I mean, they they're, they're talking now. I mean, they live together, but they're moving separate now because of this. There's too much on the other one. What would you like to do? <laughs> you want to know if she's an alcoholic first. I know that's your first question. And I'll answer that in a second. The second question: What would you like to do? Um, uh, to know how to help her. I mean, I know I can't I can't force her to go in rehab. I guess because of her age. Okay, here's the big thing. You can't force a mind. You can reach out to her. You can remind her of her better moments in life, Mm -hmm. of her successes, because people usually drink for what reason? Depression. They they feel really upset about something in their life. Something's out of control. They're making bad decisions, or and they said it's called many times self medication. Well, I know what it is. Yeah, her boyfriend broke up with her. Oh, how long ago? Um. A year ago, and she started going downhill ever since. And she doesn't have, when did, is that when she started drinking? She didn't have a problem before then? No, oh, no, she didn't drink well, she didn't party, she's just a perfect child. And this is... And she says she's over him, and she doesn't think that's the problem. So do you think there could be something else going on that you're not aware of? I feel deep down, because they were together for four years. Mm-hmm. And she said she was, in two days, she cried for like two days, and after that she said she was fine. She was over it. Mm-hmm. And I'm sorry you don't get over it in two days. A smart mom. Huh? Ex- you're, a, you're a smart mom. Yeah. <laughs> because you do not get over it. So you, no. So she may be self-medicating. She may be right. dulling the pain of rejection and not wanting to take a closer look at it. And, of course, to refuse to face your fears, you're going to assume that the worst is true. That, right. That's and she a was quote. a virgin, too. They didn't have, you know, she right. was waiting until she got oh, married. Oh, she was waiting. So now she's playing the field, now maybe getting back at him in, in her mind or who knows what. Um, in terms of your first question with, is she out? alcohol, if she's got the slurred speech, if she's uh, drinking, if she's peeing the way you're saying, passing out, sleeping around, yeah. she definitely has an alcohol problem. Yeah. Um, and you, what you definitely want to help her with it, but you can't help her by threatening her. That doesn't work. Right. If you say to her, honey, my guess is that it's really hard for you to manage some, you're hurting someplace. Try to find out where her hurt is. Uh-huh. You're hurting someplace. I know I've threatened you, and I, I love you so much, and it's so sad. You're hurting. I don't know where you're hurting, whether it's something with our family or the relationship. And you may tell me no, but privately in your own mind, 
it may help to figure out where you're hurting and to get get some help for yourself uh-huh. because y- you want to love your life and right now you're making some choices that are not going in that direction uh-huh. and i remember when you were a kid you had a, you wanted to become a fill in the blank whatever it uh-huh. was and i don't want any guy whether it's this guy to destroy my daughter's life so i want to be here tell me how i can help you honey Mm-hmm. You know, you can try reaching out to her. You can also look up on how to reach out to somebody who has an alcohol problem, you know, to do some more research. I know you did that by calling me, but yeah. you can get some books. Cognitive, okay. cognitive behavioral therapists are excellent. Thank you so much for your call. I'm Dr. Ellen Kenny. You're listening to The Rational Basis of Happiness. Here's an excerpt from The Selfish Path to Romance, the serious romance guidebook by clinical psychologist Dr. Ellen Kenner and Dr. Edwin Locke, who's world famous for his theories in goal setting. Telling white lies can be harmful. If your spouse asks, am I too fat? You can first actively listen by reflecting their thoughts. You're concerned about your weight? Giving your partner an opportunity to think aloud may help motivate him or her to lose weight. But if your partner actually wants your input, tell the truth tactfully. I think you'd feel and look better and be healthier if you lost some weight. Let me know if you'd like my help. I can stop bringing home all that junk food. White lies breed distrust. If your partner lies to you, you will naturally wonder if my partner lied about this, what other things has he or she lied about? You can download Chapter 1 for free by going to drkenner.com and you can buy The Selfish Path to Romance at amazon.com.